0: Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, author, interviewer, and broadcaster who's interviewed over a 30-year period roughly 1,400 celebs. Among them was Bob Geldof, who I interviewed in 1989 and again in 2000. Sadly, Bobby Baby didn't like the latter interview because he complained to an editor that I had been a bit hard on him, particularly in relation to what I thought was a cruel and graceless song he wrote about his late wife, the graceful Paula Yates, whom I'd interviewed and for whom I wrote an obituary in a magazine. In fact, the last time I saw Bob, around 2015, he just grunted in my direction. Great imitation of King Kong. All of which is a long way from the story I want to tell in this podcast. I read today that tomorrow night in Ireland, Bob will be honoured on The Late Late Show. Somehow, when I read that, I got an image of a picture I took of Bob at the launch of the Boomtown Rats first album, in which one of the band, the Radiators from Space, was kneeling, pretending to give Bob head. But I want to go back even further than that photograph, which was taken in 1977, when I was a photographer working for an Irish rock mic. I knew Bob from the time we were both 16 or 17, circa the late 60s, 1970. We both grew up in Dunleary. He came from what some might call the right side of the tracks, and I came from the other side. But we both socialized in the bamboo cafe, bought records in Murray's Record Center, and pursued the same girls from Sign Hill in Black Rock. The memory I want to share comes from before we even talked to one another. One Saturday, around tea time, after Murray's Records Centre closed for the weekend, Bob and a gang of his friends, many of whom I later got to know, including the late Peter Finnegan, a lovely guy, They were sitting in a circle in the People's Park in Dunleary. Myself and two guys from Sally Noggin were sitting nearby, not paying much attention to Geldof and his gang. But suddenly, Peter Finnegan walked towards us and said to me directly, Would you like to buy some grass? I was so unbelievably hip, cool and streetwise that I said, Why would we pay for grass when it's free to sit on? I couldn't understand why Peter and my mates burst out laughing. What was their problem? Actually, what had run through my mind when Peter asked that question was that once upon a time, when we all were kids, deck chairs could be rented in the People's Park, so I thought, the world's gone mad. Now they want to charge us for sitting on the grass. But there's more. Later the same year, some other friends and I, fellow sheep metalwork apprentices, decided that we'd buy some grass to go see Woodstock at the movies. How hip is that? So back I went to the park owner to see if he had any grass for sale. I'm kidding. I actually went to the coffee bar downstairs in Murray's Record Centre and I bought £1 worth of dope from, you guessed it, none other than Geldof. By the way, I have published an e-book called Bob Geldof, The Joe Jackson Interviews Plus, And even though it includes a fragment of memoir about my various encounters with Bob, that story isn't included because I didn't remember it until today. But whether or not he believes it, I do wish Bob Geldof well as he heads towards his 70th birthday. But I think I'll pass on watching countless people imitate the radiators from space in that picture I took and get down on their knees to pay homage to the man. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast. One in my series of singles, because it runs less than five minutes. If you want to read any of my articles about Bob Geldof and others, they're on my website, JoeJacksonInterviewer.com, and the ebook is available wherever you buy good ebooks, as they say. Though I still don't know why they don't say, or bad ebooks. See you at Bob's gig. I think not. I don't like wankfests.